What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. I was just talking to Aaron about how today in the kitchen I was thinking about the song <laughs> Mr. Sandman and how the, just like randomly towards the end, there's a man's voice in it. They're like, Mr. Sandman. And then he's like, yes. <laughs> so See, I feel like I don't listen to the full song because I'm like I don't I don't remember that. I feel like that clip with that like call and response mm. has been used in a movie that I've seen a billion okay. times, and that's like sure, why sure, I know sure. that part because I don't think he says mm. anything else the entire song. But then in my head, I was thinking he had more lines, and I was like, oh, this like this guy in that song so weird. But it's almost weirder that he just has the one line. Yeah, like what's the point? Yeah, like what? We don't need you here, here, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not part of this. You're not part of the Seanettes or whatever their names are. Yeah, GTFO. Like, like, sir, write your own. We're singing a song. Yeah, (laughs) fucking god, sucks. Oh my god. Well, um, (laughs) remember when women couldn't even have their own credit card? That was cool. Yeah, like probably uh, ten years before we were born. Yeah, Yeah. literally no, like three years before we were born, probably. Mm -mm, mm -hmm. Pretty gross cool anyway love that. <laughs> oh fuck my life um well my life's pretty great yeah actually. yeah things are better know. now yeah we're we're okay yeah, we're okay now we're doing better uh, we gotta keep it that way though i hope everybody uh voted it's the day after the election yeah a little late at this point if you didn't but hopefully you did I hope yeah um we gotta take oh, care of this fuck. shit man yeah i'm like and uh I'm nervous, you know. I don't know what's going to happen. We're recording this like before election day, so I don't quite know. I I I I feel like I usually have like an okay grasp on yeah what's happening, but like I just feel like I don't know what's going to happen. So it's it's been so unhinged, and you mm-hmm. just think people have to know this is not right, right? And then. We find out, no, people don't know that. And I got into an argument with Pete last weekend. We were driving where I like to have him cornered, and then I talk about really hard stuff. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a, that's a tactic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I think driving... Like you can't escape. Yeah. We're in the car. Driving makes me think of... You know, like... Driving just makes me think differently. I don't know. It's like being in the shower yeah. or something mm-hmm. where you're not distracted by reading things or, what, or you know, social media or whatever. And so we mm-hmm. were just talking about how, like, I think I had seen earlier that day how maybe Sarah Silverman was like, at this point, like, all Republicans are fucking garbage. And I feel confident in that. And it's like, at this point, no. Even if you're like, oh, I'm like – uh uh humanitarian wise i'm progressive but like fiscally i'm conservative so i vote republican or whatever it's like well then you're a straight up piece of trash because you're fucking over entire swaths of people and like mm -hmm. maybe we shouldn't be just focused on the dollar well and it's funny because the republican party is not even that anymore as like a a a, like north star of values for sure that doesn't that that party doesn't exist anymore and if you think it does you're living in a dream world like I understand the like you know voting you know for down party lines like whatever but there's been a significant shift in like the actual values of the 
Republican Party and they don't. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as a as a Reagan Republican anymore. Um, and if there are, they're not winning the elections. Like people, I mean, maybe like here and there they are, but like people are the, the candidates that are being put forward now in the Republican Party are full blown, like just the absolute like little worst hate of goblins. The worst. Yeah, they're they're the worst of yeah. the worst. Like people's family members who like. Like, uh, there's like candidates whose family members are coming out like against like, them, against yeah, them, totally. like like entire fucking like extended families yeah. of of Republican candidates being like, we're voting for the Democratic <laughs> yeah, the, opponent yeah, yeah. to our brother, our son, yeah. our uncle, or whatever, because he's such a fucking piece of shit yeah. and he's fully unfit to be like in charge of anything yeah like let alone a governor or you know senator whatever they're running for so yeah there's a few of them that are like that bad where their families like have come out um that's so wild so and who knows you better than anybody but your family so that's a pretty fucking indict that's a big indictment on uh your character so Mm -hmm. and i mean it's the fact that people need to be told this and like can't like the memory holes that we fall into of of you know the, these news cycles where and also like we've been so inured to so much garbage for so long yeah uh that we just can't even like take it in take it in I know well and this is what I was saying I was like yeah everyone's like just straight trash but then Pete reminded me he's like well some people don't have like some people are indoctrinated and don't have access to like any real information and I was like Mm -hmm. that's fucking scary because like it feels bad to hate those people (laughs) I do still but um but like it's not you know like it, it there's a whole swath of people and I don't really hate them but where they're like learning everything from like maybe their church and then when they go home all that's on is fox news and then mm-hmm. when they're around their family all that's talked about is like one side you know and nobody there's no actual information getting through to anyone or everything they learn is on facebook or whatever yeah and you're just like fuck and they don't even know their people don't know how to like seek out information yeah that is like credible or unbiased or i mean like everything's sort of biased but like I think it's funny. There's like people who are quote unquote free thinkers and it's like you're literally just regurgitating. You're regurgitating what a like weird man on YouTube is telling you. So it's just like truly strange. Um, But yeah, people don't have like the the like um, understanding of like media anymore and like how to like parse through in a like in a thoughtful way of like they don't know how to like understand information that's coming at them 24 7 and I don't blame a lot of people because it the way news cycles work and the way news like media corporations are like making money is just like this constant bombardment and it's for profit like everything's for profit I know Mm -hmm. it's so wild and it's like I you know ultimately people do have a choice but like they don't even know that what they're reading is not real or whatever you know it's like people have no news literacy they're not interested Mm -hmm. in even finding out that they don't have it you know and or that there are even like more neutral they're so brainwashed it's like they don't even understand that there are more neutral news sources that you can get information from 
that isn't super one-sided. A lot of them are like news publications that have been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and not generally on your television. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough out there. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't necessarily blame people for like not having the wherewithal sometimes. Yeah, when not everyone, that... but there are people that know better a lot. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. there have I'm, to be. I, there's smart people who are willingly stupid about a lot of stuff, and it's because it's like, um it's hard to critically think sometimes <laughs> and you want to be comfortable. Yeah. You want to be comfortable in the status quo that has been uh, set up for you yeah. and keeps everything so comfortable for you. So it's wild. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it's a lot of radioactive waste. <laughs> Ooh, good segue. There, yeah. Don't touch uh, it. Don't get close to it. It's don't touch it. Garbage. Don't get close to it. Don't make it worse for yourself, though. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, today's topic has never occurred to me, and now it's all that I could really think oh about God, right now. Yeah. It has nothing to do with politics <laughs> or voting or anything. Well, it it doesn't well, not. Oh, well, no, it, no, no. It's uh, it's 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 very much a philosophical and uh, real world problem. Yeah. That uh. I guess needs to be dealt with I don't know I know well (laughs) I don't know it depends on how long you think we'll be here as humans on this planet but Mm. I do want to say shout out to Sarah in our patreon discord for Mm -hmm. uh I don't know even if they suggested it as a topic but they just were you know we have like convos in there all day Mm -hmm. every day just like sharing things we find and Mm -hmm. um they shared this and like we were like, what is this? And it's such a weird, like, oh, yeah, this is a problem we probably should deal with. But, like, we created it also. Yeah, humans existing on this earth have been nothing but trouble. <laughs> um, so the question of the day is, how the hell do you warn a future civilization of the danger of radioactive materials when language and iconography can change over time and become incomprehensible. Oh. Uh, what could you possibly leave behind to make it clear to pe- to like future humans over 10,000 years from now? What like how do you convey that a place is extremely dangerous and could possibly wipe out humanity? <laughs> like or Dude. or just make like a huge chunk of humanity very sick and die from radioactive material. It's so like this makes me very anxious because it's like mm, it exactly. seems like there are solutions but like you said like over time language just change iconography changes the way people feel about certain things changes so like we can't even i don't know like it's it's so hard and even my first thought which was a joke and i was like huh maybe something like this was like in nope all those um car lot things you know, mm-hmm. like, let's just put a bunch of those there. And like, it'll it's like, no, don't come over here. You know, like, but then it's like, or no, is it friendly. fun? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some uh-huh. people might feel that that's creepy and they'd be like, creepy. What are all like, who's managing all those like in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. And why are they all like in sync? And then other people might be like, oh, cool. I'm going to go over there and party with those like 
Yeah. Oh, this is a fabric uh, people. This, yeah, this is where we should party. Yeah, yeah. Right? This yeah. Is the party. No, no, no. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of the ideas that researchers have come up with and how bad or possibly delightful they are. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like to warn future civilization, human civilization, about the danger of radioactivity. Yeah. Um, because we are dumping that shit. We have yeah. to put it somewhere. It is out. It is in our world, and we have done something with it. Um, we buried it underground, basically. Oh my god! I um, like, and uh, now we just all have cancer. Like, I don't uh, like. I don't. I just. Well, I hope we're not making more. Are we constantly making more? Uh, well, I listen. Radioactive materials have always existed. Like they exist. Fair. It's like Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, is that radioactive? As elements. uh, It's poisonous if you touch it. It's poisonous. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's certain there's certain materials that have always existed on Earth that are radioactive. Some more than others. We're exposed to like radioactive. You know, like a bit of material every like a very very small amount of it when we go like up in an airplane oh. let's say mm-hmm. um because we're up in the you know stratosphere yeah. and we're we're getting um you know solar radiation but um mm-hmm. or like when we go get some sort of body scan or something done mm-hmm. right yeah but the, all those amounts of radiation are so low that they can't affect us i'm talking about like plutonium uh levels of radioactive radioactive material we when another uh you know when something comes in contact with like plutonium it will absorb the isotopes from it and also become radioactive Mm. so it's like this thing that spreads um so what we do with the like the remnants of the stuff that comes in contact with radioactive material it needs to be disposed of um and radioactivity works on like a literal inhuman scale like it there it breaks down over time but it doesn't break down for like hundreds of thousands of years mm. there's it's a thing called a half life and as as it shrinks down it's it's well with with like beyond our lifespan yeah. so um, not just tens of thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, if not, oh you know, uh, some some radioactive material has lifespan of of, you know, who knows? Yeah, like we won't even know. Five hundred thousand years because yeah. we don't exist. Yeah, yeah, we won't be here. Like maybe even people in general won't be here. So, yeah, the waste that's created when building nuclear weapons or running nuclear power plants uh, has half life of tens of thousands of years. And we just, if once we need to get rid of it, we bury it in the ground. Um, That sounds, (laughs) it's so wild to me that we do that. Bitch, we used to throw that shit in the fucking ocean. And finally people were like, um, we like get food out of the ocean and like it, currents like carry that we get shit food from the ground the dude like we get it's all yeah. we're all like the 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 hubris of but, humans to think that that's not gonna affect them and that the problems have been dealt with to me is insane 
like well well at least in certain areas in the earth yeah like no nothing is being grown around it and it's not to a point where it can leach because they've built facilities oh that can contain it yeah so we hope so um, we hope it's just eating slowly eating away at it no one has any clue <laughs> Yeah, so in the United States, we have uh, created a waste isolation pilot plant, mm. which is called WIP for short. It's uh, the nation's only permanent underground repository for nuclear waste. Uh, there's there's a couple others in the world. Uh, the biggest one, I believe, is in Germany, mm. and they're you know specifically designed for containing the waste of radioactive material. Dang. Um, it's located approximately 26 miles uh, east of Carlsbad, New Mexico. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it contains radioactive byproducts from nuclear weapons, manufacturing, and nuclear power plants. And WIP was designed not only to handle uh, like waste from various forms of nuclear sludge, but it also, like, I'm like we're talking about other things that like I was saying before have come in contact with radioactive materials such as tools and gloves and like this the biohazardy kind of suits yeah um and so the with the disposal method remaining solidly on earth I wondered about shooting that shit out into space but <laughs> that's extremely dangerous because if something went wrong with like the rocket that it was oh, being carried on yeah it, it would mean radioactive material in our atmosphere and then we're fucked. Oh, like, my God. Like really fucked. Cape Canaveral <laughs> or whatever. Like it just like doesn't launch and explodes. And then like mm -hmm. everyone it's just we're in done. our atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're done. Um, How scary. I, it's so scary to me talking about this stuff. Like pe I can't believe it's people's job to like go manage this shit. I know. Ugh. I know. I know. Um long term so what has happened is with this with the fact that it's like staying here on earth like we can't get rid of it it's always going to be here it always has been here but we've just like really opened pandora's box with it uh long term nuclear waste warning messages are like needed to be like developed to attempt to uh hopefully deter future human intrusion at nuclear waste <laughs> repositories in the very far future yeah um and there the the idea of it being like ten thousand years from now is just an arbitrary marker like, but it's a good one because it's like it's a good one we look back it's very hopeful in my opinion <laughs> it's very ho oh yeah yeah i uh I told Pete like what we were talking about today and I, I, I was like, what do you think? And he's like, I feel like this is a stupid thing to even worry about because who is even going to be alive? <laughs> he's like, this is such a waste of fucking time. I was like, yeah. Um, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But uh, I think like 10,000 years ago, if you look back, like there's mm -hmm. cave paintings and shit, you know, like mm -hmm. we have messages that were maybe not always sent to people in the future but maybe somewhere we'll talk about that in a little bit but like it's cool that like there are communications that we can clearly see mm -hmm. and so it's not that weird to think that as long as we take care of the planet which we're not that ten thousand years in the future like someone could stumble upon fucking carlsbad new mexico 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about the future of our of the human race, but you know, <laughs> it is a noble idea, yeah. and and it's an it ideal. is like it. Well, it is, it is the 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 sentiment is appreciated yeah. because, of course, like if there are going to be future humans, we yes. need to make sure that they do not come into contact with these like insane amounts of radioactive waste yeah so okay well for a little historical context so this has been on people's minds since like the 60s and 70s like yeah since we started like experimenting with uh since we were like "Uh uh-oh yeah oh we we can't just throw this away (laughs) yeah we did Oh no. oh, no, like everybody's melting from this. Yeah. And like, there's like, oh. like two decades later, we're having some major. It, oh, it's the yeah. radioactive waste. Oh, Whoops. God. Yeah. People really were like put a lot of attention into it. It was a big whoopsie. It was a big whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in 1981, the Human Interference Task Force was founded and their whole purpose was to come up with a solution to ensure that future peoples were warned of toxic waste and and radioactive bomb sites and like all of our uh uh-ohs um (laughs) and so they decided as a uh task force that the three parts of any communication about nuclear waste must be conveyed to posterity by meeting the following criteria so the first has to be that it is a message at all like it has to be clear this is a Mm -hmm. message to someone receiving it It, Mm -hmm. it's not they're not like, look at this cute cave painting of a little stick mm. thing. You know, it's like, this is, must be how they kept track of their daily life. It's like, well, we don't know that. Like, it has to be very clear that this is a message. Yeah. A communication. The second is that um, dangerous material is, is stored in the given location. So that has to be made clear. And then mm-hmm. third is that information about the type of dangerous substances needs to be also made clear so like yeah not only is it hey by the way like this location has some dangerous materials stored here we also need to communicate like what the type is and maybe what the problem might be Mm -hmm. um and like i I will admit when we first uh started looking into this I, i did i was like this is fucking bonkers that people think like that anyone is gonna keep track of this for centuries yeah yeah for millennia you know and it seems silly but like we kind of just said you look around and you do realize that we've been getting messages from our past selves for Mm -hmm. fucking ever you know yeah and some have held up because we have things like cave paintings which sometimes maybe it's a diary or whatever a family portrait (laughs) (laughs) or just a you know like yeah like a day-to-day life like this is what i did today i'm gonna Paint something on the wall about it. Yeah, like I am supposed to be a gatherer, but I'm also an artiste. And today I'm going to do a cave painting. Like, yeah, yeah. But also they did use it to communicate. They used uh, a cave painting sometimes can be about like dangerous animals in the area or like an event that happened. Mm -hmm. So it is a communication. And then um, we talked about in an episode like a super long time ago, um, you know, Egyptian mostly royalty and like upper class uh, Egyptians were buried like long, long time ago um, were buried in tombs 
and those had warnings written on them and it was important for those warnings to speak to people about maybe the reason that person died if they had like a blood disease or some sort of like mm. weird um thing that could was that contagious. was like a contagious yeah yeah, yeah. so it was mm. like hey beware this was going on but also they would warn of like curses and stuff too which is a mm. little more like you know the spiritual side of things but um and and for people not to loot their loved ones things but still it was like a, a message to people mm-hmm. and then like way more recently but still within the last 600 years mm-hmm. uh in japan there are like 600 or older year like year old or older signs warning people of tsunami prone areas and some of them might say like, hey, don't build here. Like, you know, they weren't all the same. There wasn't like a tsunami area task force in the 600 years ago, you know. But like, it was just somebody like having the like wherewithal yes. and the thoughtfulness to be like, y'all shit will get fucked up if you <laughs> yeah. try to live right here. This area so. is wet, like very wet. Mm-hmm. So you might yeah. not want to stay here. And so, but some were like, hey, don't build here. Like, this is not like it looks nice. It's close to the water and it seems like it might be a good place, but it's dangerous. And then some mm-hmm. some were just warnings about actual tsunamis and like, hey, if there's an earthquake, get to higher ground. So, yeah. like lots of different kinds of messages that people are leaving. Yeah. However, with the 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 Japanese like uh, markers. Yeah. The, the like ancient Japanese markers, people still didn't heed the warnings yeah. and still built there knowing what it meant. Yeah. Like after like finding out what it meant, they're like, oh, but like beachfront property. Yeah. Let's make some money. <laughs> well, they might be What's in those, the- they might be in those towns where it's like, Hey, if there's an earthquake, just get out of here. And they're like, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> like- and maybe we have like solutions to like the problem that were, that was being conveyed. We don't know. Yeah. Or like with the Egyptians, you know, the curses and stuff were like, we don't believe in curses anymore. Right. Should we? Should we? Maybe? I don't know. Can we still catch this? And that's the thing. It's like you could still catch radioactivity. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's like a fair warning. Yeah. There's maybe stuff that we still don't understand about like even though we think we do mm-hmm. about like ancient Egyptian burial sites. Maybe there's maybe something there that we are woefully unaware of and we've already unleashed like the you know the we've sealed our doom maybe as a as civilization uh, we should ask Who's brendan fraser yeah we should <laughs> always comes back to the mummy on this always. podcast it's never not the mummy here <laughs> i was like i really was thinking about him the other day like really thinking i about was him. i was like man he what a life to live i'm so mm. glad he's having a renaissance me too. Yeah. Well. Bless his heart. Yeah, bless his heart. Um, okay, so you kind of alluded to, like, iconography, typography, like, symbolism. Those things change over time. And so when, you know, when we're like, oh, like, can ev- can people even keep track of this sh- shit? Like, are people going to be able to keep track of what this means 10,000 years from now? It's like, absolutely not. No. We've lost no. whole ass languages. 
Yeah. Kids don't even know what a fucking landline is. And they're barely, <laughs> those still exist. They're here on this planet right fucking now. And kids are like, what's this? And they're making cute TikToks, but it's like, it's a phone for crying out loud. Jesus Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. So. Oh my God. They don't know the hang up, like the, the hang yeah. up sign. Like they don't know what that means. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, they don't know. They don't know anything about yeah. a landline. It's they don't know what a rotary phone is. They don't know. They don't, they don't know. I a don't lot think of shit. you could hand a child a map and tell and ask them what is this. Give them a fucking uh yeah uh uh what's it called a uh, um atlas. Oh uh, no. they're like what, you know is what I this? mean. They're like I yeah. can't scroll this with my fingers. They're like what's the what are the white pages? What are the yellow pages? Yeah what is the, yeah um. There's a really great episode of 99% Invisible about this very problem of uh, language oh. and iconography and, you know, you know, even what we consider like a universal meme being like the the idea behind it being totally lost over time. Yeah. Um, all of these things have their own half-lives and they're much shorter than the span of a radioactive material uh, half-life. So um, listen to that for more like context on like how we don't even know, like only like a handful of people even have a fraction of the understanding of the original translation of Beowulf. Like that we like, like seriously, like the old English we've totally lost. There's dead languages. Like so, so like what language would we even write a warning in? You know, it's just, So fascinating um, well, to think, and that's the thing because we don't even as a as obviously we're in the United States and we're very U.S. centric and mm-hmm. and I think you know so many things have to be considered. Like you talk about memes and losing the the kind of like meaning of those, and it's like if people even if that even got to everyone and mm-hmm. resonated with everyone in the first place, you know, like memes mm-hmm. are very specific to your sensibilities. Yeah. And so like memes that do well here might not do well in like other parts of the world. Around this same time. So in the sixties, um, the WIPP, they worked with a company called Dow Chemical. This is when fucking uh, radioactivity was popping off. They're like making microwaves and shit. They're like mm-hmm. fucking with radiation left and right. It's a big deal. And so Dow Chemical really ha- was involved in this. And so they were le- they wanted to be responsible, I think. And they were like, look, we'll work with you. We're going to develop a new symbol and we're going to warn the others of the dangers of chemical waste both now and in the future like we need something mm-hmm. now so that people are aware of like radioactivity maybe in their everyday lives but then also like in the future and so mm-hmm. they looked at existing symbolism so like for example the jolly roger which is the skull and crossbones it mm-hmm. feels very like a, a pirate like a pirate flag yeah pirate flag yeah um and they f- it's a skull with swords on yeah skull with swords Christmas. or the or the cross the bones cross, cross bones. yeah mm-hmm. um and so they were like oh yeah this could be great but then they quickly realized that 
while that was a symbol of like pirates in danger for decades or you know hundreds of years centuries they were they were also like oh but now is kind of like a fun treasure symbol and so mm -hmm. we don't know if people in the future will be like fuck yeah treasure and then just like dig up all the shit yeah 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 totally <laughs> and so they're like maybe we need a clean slate so uh, be, they didn't want the symbol to be mistaken for something else. And they were also like, okay, also if we come up with our own thing, if we're like our own thing, then we can ascribe the meaning to it. So then it will be that meaning moving forward, hopefully. It will catch on. Mm -hmm. It's like making fetch mm -hmm. happen. You know, they were just going to do it from <laughs> scratch. And so they came up with the trefoil logos that are the radioactivity logos where it's like um three rings and they're kind of like connected in a trefoil and yeah there's that other one that's like it's like the inner parts of the rings or something but anyway they went through like so many focus groups and like all this work to make sure it was unmistakable and really could stand as the face it could it could be the face of radioactivity <laughs> but like also like whenever I see those symbols like when you're in like in New York or something yeah. it's like for a fallout shelter it's like doesn't mean that there's fucking radioactivity in the building it means that it's a fallout shelter Great point. from radio and that's so it's the like, problem but it's the mixed messaging it's like mixed people messaging. don't actually and then outside of the U.S. I don't know like that people in you know I don't know madagascar have the same context for yeah. like what that trefoil yeah. symbol is yeah you know uh or like yeah anywhere because they don't because uh i do want to note that more than 94 percent of the world's population may not even recognize that logo so yeah. they like thought they were coming up but again that's like being very u.s centric and being mm -hmm. very much like, oh, cool. Like, if we all know what it means, everyone will know what it means. And I was like, no, this didn't catch on. Um, And so next they started ideating around, like, um, physical warnings, which I thought was very fascinating. So instead mm. of, like, symbolism, it's kind of like putting barbed wire up around something, which actually, that's a great idea. I don't know why they haven't done that. Yeah, because it won't last for 10,000 years. Well, you got to keep redoing it. It's like painting yeah, but a then house. It's like, yeah, but it's like the same thing. It's like, why are we putting barbed wire around this? Like, they might lose the, like, Oh, like, is something valuable in, in there. Like, why are yeah. people trying to keep us out? Yeah, that's fair. Like, you know how there's, like, <laughs> there's literally, like, people who won't get vaccines because they think that the vaccine is worse than the disease? It's like... People will like get mixed messages and like yeah. create their own ideas, and like the 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 message will get mixed, and they won't understand why they need to protect themselves from this deadly material. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, well, it's just that thing of it, is this to keep me out, or mm -hmm. is this to keep something valuable in? Like you wouldn't know. And so, well, they looked at they looked at things initially that made people uncomfortable. Like they were looking at like a f they were they were like what if we put a big field of spikes? Like mm -hmm. we just put but it's the same issue. 
it's the same thing of like, yeah, some people will think it's scary and some people will think what's uh, what am I not supposed to see in there and be curious and like go dig around or just be like, is this like a cool art? Yeah. Like, oh, they're taking selfies in front of there's Airbnbs all around it. People are just like on these Instagram vacations taking fucking photo shoots for sure. That's like what if like Stonehenge like because we still don't know what the purpose of Stonehenge is. Yeah. And a, a few other, like, you know, historically, like, ancient sites like this, we still don't know what the purpose is for it. The, yeah. like, message of what it was has been lost long ago. Whatever it was meant to convey or whatever the purpose of it was is, like, gone. Yeah. So what if there – what if what if we've already discovered radioactive yeah, material and, like – just radioactive. And, yeah, and Egyptians, <laughs> like, they have that shit buried in their tombs and they're, like – Please do not come in here. Yeah. Like, listen, please this do is not for come you. to. Don't come to Stonehenge. Yeah. This shit is bad. Like, what if, like, those, the symbology and the, like, you know, the circular thing meant something different then? Like, what if that meant danger and not just some, you know, yeah, I don't know. I know. We have no idea. So, I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, they couldn't really, they couldn't really figure it out. I think the, um, the Human Interference Task Force, like, is mm-hmm. is kind of the people leading this. But they, they had some other ideas, I think. Yeah. One of the really interesting ideas that they had uh, and a phrase that came out of this task force that is so fucking cool and metal. Oh, my God. Uh, is Atomic Priesthood, which it. was coined by the linguist Tomic Sebuck. Sebuck in 1981 while he served on the the team that was assembled by the u.s department of energy and the bechdel corporation this is like the same kind of like there's there's new committees forming all the time the human Um, interference task force or whatever it's like the same thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. same thing this one was from 1981 um they were working to again consider new and novel ways to communicate the dangers of nuclear waste um and they kind of they coined this term atomic priesthood, uh, or this guy did. Um, and the idea seems interesting because it's like what you would do is like I, I think what I what I think of this, I think of like the the uh, Knights of the Templar, like people mm. like in Indiana Jones, like protecting the holy grail or whatever yeah um and i love that even yeah and like that's what i like in it too it's Um, like the da vinci code keepers or whatever too it's like yeah yeah it's very uh yeah it's it's very it's it's a brotherhood it's like a secret society yeah but like with all that kind of shit like people find out about it even if it's supposed to be secret and then don't know what it actually is about and then like conspiracy theories pop up and stuff and it also might be liable to be infiltrated by a lot of fuckery so this woman Susan Garfield wrote a critique of Sebek's idea uh, and points out how it might be problematic to artificially create an elite case which or elite cast which is a what a priestly caste is by definition. Sure. Like, um, so when you have a, like a group of people who are like exclusive, privy, 
exclusive yeah. and privy to like very like privileged information. Right. They're going to be in their own little world and they're endowed with a lot of power. So the priestly, the idea of the priestly caste also cast. Why do I keep doing that? It's because I'm reading it like phonetically. Um, <laughs> the issue, there's also the issue of the priestly caste abdicating its duties in some way. So maybe over time, like it just becomes something where they're like, well, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it'd be okay if like we let the world be poisoned. Like let's let it just happen. Like, Or they have a hard ass time getting new people into the priesthood or whatever. Like people are like, no, I don't. No, thank you. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility to put on a very small number of people. Yeah. Like what if they like, just decided to make their little group of people like some very powerful elite group yeah and started amassing worldly influence or something (laughs) and you know yeah 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 like it's it's scary so we don't know um another idea that was put forward in this in this around 1981 in this like same think tank group uh was put forward by the Polish science fiction writer Stanislaw Lem, who uh, he proposed the creation of artificial satellites that would beam warnings back to Earth. I don't. This what? is like I I don't I don't really get how. I don't know how this would. That's assuming that you have like equipment forever that can read those. Yeah, I, it's like a fun idea, but like very science fictiony. Um, yeah, he also proposed the creation of quote information plants, which is vegetation that would somehow convey the danger of nuclear areas to future humans. So like the plants would, you know, be poisonous or something. They'd be like, they'd change color. They'd change, you know, they die or whatever if they were, um, like if they were like thriving everywhere else, the closer they got to this like nuclear waste. I don't know. I feel like that's what plants do anyway. I don't know. Or they'd change color or something yeah. like that. Maybe they would be um, poisonous. Like, you know, like they would have some sort of like mushrooms that grow there that you can't eat. So it like warned oh, yeah. you that this isn't a good, you don't want this. But then you still have the problem of, okay, like 5,000 years from now, people are trying to dig some crops and they're like these mushrooms fucking suck they keep giving everyone diarrhea so then they like dig them all up and then they eradicate them yeah yeah yeah. um yeah so who's to say that like generations future people to come would even understand what the message the satellites were beaming yeah and what the hell the information plants were trying to say (laughs) like and then you know it's like they're like here's Sorry, we got these weird weeds here. We're just going to spray them with this like ultra fucking oh my god weed killer and be done with it. It, um, it does feel so futuristic like 300 years from now where they're like it's all it's it's like a a, a Hunger Games situation where it's like mm-hmm. Look, Katniss, it's one of those information plants. Do you have your like information plant reader? You know, like it just is so. It's it's so dumb. It's so ridiculous. Also, also, what if it like, what if we make something that 
is like trying to solve this problem that it becomes a way worse, worse problem like it, you know? like it eats all the birds in the entire world or something or yeah it just like poisons us immediately because the air is fucked up or something yeah who's to say yeah um so and then this is the most fun idea i think of the whole lot of that has come out of these like brainstorms yeah um there's been a pitch to do something with cats that's similar to the proposed idea of quote un- information plants information um, cats information <laughs> ray cats um the idea is to breed cats in such a way that their fur changes color <gasps> when they're close to radioactive material uh there's even a song that somebody made about it that's like supposed to be an earworm um and that's also supposed to like stick around for 10,000 years but it's like it's fine it's not <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to make I it. I can't remember how it goes. Like, I've listened to it several times and I can't remember it. So there's a um, I don't know if that says maybe that says something about me. I don't know. It's reminding me of that um, laser cat sketch from SNL. <laughs> like anything <laughs> where cats have to do work. First of all, it's not going to happen. Cats do whatever no. the fuck they want. We've talked. about Why not this. dogs? Dogs are the ones we've had. this like, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. We've had this. We've had a whole ass episode about how dogs have been a around humans more yeah. than any other animal yeah so dogs are the ones that should do it like no offense to cats or anything i'm a cat person but yeah like, they're gonna be like we're gonna like breed this like weird fur out of our <laughs> system bye yeah they're like um i'm busy also i'm not I hate working for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like probably gonna be the ones to like develop like they're gonna like in ten thousand years cats are gonna become the dominant species on earth <laughs> And they're going to, like, develop their own rocket ship, probably, and blast themselves off yeah, this planet. Yeah, get the fuck so, out. Yeah, they're going to yeah, go gonna find smarter out. beings. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to – and also, we they won't need to – they're like, we can sense it's radioactive. No worries. Like, we're not going to go near it. Yeah, they're like, it smells weird here. I am not even going to go near it. And I don't work for humans, so I'm not even going to go close to it again. Like, come on. But then we come to Do find out job. that one of the um, that one of the solutions that the human interference task force came up with because they interfered. They're humans and they're interfering. Um <laughs> It was to do like a laser. They're like, we'll set up lasers as a warning outside, but then all the cats just get distracted. Yeah, they're like, Whoa. oh, they're like, wait, what is this place? I think maybe I like it. No, no, lasers won't last ten thousand years. No. Cats definitely will, but um, uh, and then there's like, a, there's a few other like ideas thrown around, um, like making a cultural kind of like vibe around how bad nuclear waste is like yes. it's something that like we don't really talk in pop culture about but it's like you make it so that like there's folk songs and folklore about radioactive material yes. and that becomes ingrained in the culture of human existence mm-hmm. uh and permeates like just human knowledge just like how we know how to hunt and how we know you know what poisonous plants are and like how our how we've evolved over time to like just know that as like a a, a, a thing yeah. in our minds like that we can eat animals and I don't know yeah so and plants um so that's some very fantastical kind of 
interesting and creative solution, quote unquote solutions, which aren't solutions. They're just fun philosophical ideas. Um, I think these are smart, though. I think yeah. I think the like cultural, you know, storytelling is the only form of like information that has survived, you know, like getting information, books and stuff, you know, like. But those are actually very like recent in terms of the timeline of human history. Stories? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like we don't have stories from, you know, from the beginning of humankind. Like we don't, those haven't carried over. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, like books and, and, you know, printed word are still relatively new technology in terms of like our footprint on this earth yeah Um, well not necessarily books are even newer but like the idea of like telling you know like information being passed on through the act of storytelling is old it's probably survived a good amount in terms of like our history but like i think even about like the bible one of the oldest texts on earth even even before that yeah written word you know from sumerians and shit like that the meaning behind it is still like we might have the text but we don't understand what it means because the language is lost or even if we do understand the language if we have the rosetta stone for it yeah we don't understand the meaning behind it yeah a hundred percent because context was so different mm mm-hmm so like we if we encountered a we are genetically still the same as humans were, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, but culturally we're aliens, you know, yeah, like we're yeah. we're we're just we couldn't be more different and we probably couldn't understand how to function. I don't know. That's why movies like Bill and Ted are funny. Because it's like, put a current person back in olden days or whatever, and hijinks ensue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And and we're talking, like, we can't even conceptualize what, like, 10,000 years, again, like I, I was saying in the beginning, is just a uh, arbitrary number. Right. If, if we're to assume that humankind lasts for much, much longer, you know, the... Ha- There's the, no way. The, there's... <laughs> Well, uh, let's let's just give it, say, 100,000 years from now. Yeah. We don't even know what could possibly be going on with humankind, if that's still a thing. Well, 100,000 so, years is more than 10,000. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Even 100 years from now, I guess. Like, who knows what's going to be going on? But, you know, it's just um, the way human beings evolve, even if we are genetically still the same, like culturally and societally we will be so different so um i think the most down-to-earth suggestion though uh from this whole brainstorm came from a swiss physicist named emil kowalski Mm -hmm. who suggested that sealing up the nuclear waste so that it is impossible to reach without a level of technology commiserate with what we currently have um so if a future future humans are able to penetrate something that is like so technologically advanced like in terms of like being sealed up 
then it's safe to assume that people have created tools sophisticated enough to like reach down to the waste and penetrate the like very sophisticated yeah like chambers you know they'll have a way to deal with it if they're able to like get into it yeah it's safe to assume that they'll know what radioactive materials are and they will have tools that can measure radiation and then understand the like danger of it yeah so that makes sense yeah I I I don't know I I feel like we're not giving our future selves very much credit here (laughs) yeah it's well okay I think so we were talking about like um the cats and how there's a song I think Mm -hmm. a song is the best way to do this and because if you think about sea shanties and stuff like there are songs that have like that are centuries old that people still know and it's like you know maybe we don't use them for the purpose they were there but there's a better chance of that surviving than maybe like a book or something you know and people being able to understand it and maybe it will be translated into lots of languages if it's good so i wrote a song Okay. okay also it's already a popular song okay there we go and that is helpful it's all over twitter it's from our lady lizzo who art on earth <laughs> um and so okay this is uh this is called it's a climate crime and um i'm just gonna <laughs> sing it <laughs> okay you know how the song starts like with anyway well it's gonna start not this way it's heating a okay. warning okay i'm gonna okay. sing it it's bad sitch o'clock yeah this is real dirty you need to step back a lot or you might get hurty just just everybody back up just everybody back up from the building it's been a minute is your nose bleeding because there's nuclear waste that we're concealing how you feeling are you bleeding now oh this toxic waste is building pressure we promise there's no buried treasure oh this ain't a place that you should ever be this is a warning letter turn up the ph Turn off the lights. This place is poison. You're not gonna be all right. Okay, okay, not all right. It's a climate crime. Then. Oh my god, that was beautiful. I've solved Amazing. it. You did it. You're welcome, future humanity. That will last for at least 10,000 years for sure. <laughs> well, oh, it's the God. perfect uh it's the perfect like equation. You mm-hmm. messaging, important urgent messaging with a song that's already a bop. That's right. That's right. I think you're right. I think that's the solution <laughs> for sure. Like let us into the fucking human what is it the human interference Interference. task force which also it's like i think we've interfered enough here i think we've interfered enough let's just take a step back okay (laughs) let's let everybody just take a step back yeah be like you know what yeah we're gonna stop yeah focus on you humans focus on you and yourself and let's keep let's keep a uh you know some distance and just like stop meddling and yeah we got to let the future humans learn on their own. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think it's cute. 
that we think there will still be humans inhabiting our quickly uninhabitable earth. <laughs> yeah. um, and if there are, they will probably understand what and how to detect radioactive waste. That's my yeah, sure hope. If if like we're being that hopeful, like we should also hope that like future yeah humans are gonna like have technology like. There's no way we can last on this earth without being, like, without figuring some shit yeah, out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly what I was gonna say. So yeah. we're gonna, we'll we'll have something to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we should do? What we should be spending our time on? What we should be having? Like all these fucking like smartest minds and like just <laughs> you know people for having this task force of human interference <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Yeah. What we should really be focusing on is how we know corporations are actively poisoning humans mm. with chemicals and radioactive materials leaching into soil and drinking water because we still yeah. don't know how to dispose of this shit properly. Oh, like, we know how to do, like, the big, heavy-duty radioactive materials, but, like, we have, like, a lot of chemicals and byproducts that we use on an everyday basis that, like, we're just, like, willy-nilly. People, like... The Dow Corporation is actively trying to dispose of in the middle of various, you know, communities of black and brown people because I think uh, nobody's going to care. Oh, And people are just getting cancer and getting all kinds of very unique illnesses, unique to certain types of chemicals and you know materials that should not be entering a human being's drinking water so this is a perfect example too of how they got involved of how corporations will be like look over here like we're hey why don't we help solve this it's like you fucking started it you better help solve it but no one yeah we're all none of us are focused on like big corporations it honestly feels so daunting to even take you know, take it up with any big corporations. And we would hope this goes back to the beginning where it's like we hope our politicians are holding them accountable and like doing things that are in our best interest. And you know what? They aren't. No. So we're just on a big uh, rock hurtling yeah. through endless space. Yeah. So <laughs> enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Try not to touch any fucking plutonium. Yeah. And um, try not to make it to worse. Hold- Try not to make it worse. Yeah. Period. And, you know, maybe we could uh, leave a cute song for future humans yeah. and hope that it, uh, fingers crossed, <laughs> that they uh, figure it out. So, <laughs> otherwise, like, who gives a shit? We're I all, mean, I'll be dead we're, in we're, 40 years. <laughs> we're, we're here for a short time, not a long, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. It feels so overwhelming. I know. I can't. But then even, I just. Yeah. The way I comfort myself is by reminding myself that we are on a spaceship on a rock hurtling through space. That's not comforting for me. But. And we're insignificant. <laughs> and we're insignificant yeah. in the grand scheme of things. And it's going to be OK. Yeah. That goes. Because. Right against my I'm the hero of my story narrative oh. that I have going. Mm. So that doesn't jive with mine but i see okay. where you're coming from yeah yeah yeah. okay gotcha. <laughs> i should try well, to embrace that more <laughs> no 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 it's good it feels good it's just like nothing fucking matters <laughs> yeah true yeah so 
So I just let go. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Hope you're not just in, in a full despair or nuclear meltdown mode. Uh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my God. Uh, if you are, just do what my therapist told me yesterday. Get back to basics. Eat, sleep. Get, yeah. Get back to basics. Love that. Yeah. Get back to get basics. Get back to basics. Eat, sleep, do a couple manageable tasks every day. That's it. Just focus on that. I said, mm-hmm. I can do that. And then I, I did too many that. things yesterday. And then I, by the end of the day, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you got overconfident. I think I messed up. But I did too much. I did too much. I did too much. I did not the basics. <laughs> I did more than the basics. Uh, I, uh, but then I today recovered by watching a lot of Love is Blind on Netflix. So don't you worry about me. <laughs> there you go. You just recalibrate yourself there. <laughs> I said, oh, I know how to fix this. Netflix, Netflix. Oh my god, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm in I'm currently in a, a spiral, so I need to Oh, get back to, to the basics. I need to get back to the basics. So it did help mm. me for about five minutes yesterday, but I need to um <laughs> write it down probably. Mm. Oh, I took some okay. notes. Anyway, it's mostly says get back to the basics. All right. Well <sighs> thank you guys for listening if you're still with us. Oh my god. I do want a radioactive. Uh, I want to. I want a ray. Ray cat. I want a ray I wanna, cat. Yeah. yeah. I would. Where they glow in the dark if shit gets weird. Oh hell yeah! I want a ray cat. I want to be a part of the atomic priesthood. I want to be the lead singer of it. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> tell your children not to walk my way. Yeah, that's what the that's the theme song. Hello, daddy. Hello, mom. I'm your. Ch- Cherry bomb. And then you're like, there's a bomb here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. We did enough singing for the day. Yikes. Yikes. Hey, follow us on social media at DTFU Podcast everywhere. Go to our website at uh, go to our website, DTFUpodcast.com. And from there, maybe check out our Patreon. We have a Discord. That's how we got this today's today's topic topic. Um, thank you sarah sarah shout out thank you for giving us this gift it is a gift it is a gift Aaron. existential crisis yeah i love it or it's an Aaron on a spiral you decide no 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 this is like (laughs) one thousand percent my wheelhouse i love it i love it so much um yeah, uh, what else? Um, oh, we have merch. Ooh. If you haven't checked that out on our website. Yes. Go check that out. So fun. And the holidays so are coming up. Maybe you have a friend who loves the pod and listens to it and you both want to have matching merch. Or maybe you want someone to get it for you for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Or maybe you want to buy it for your goddamn self. That's right. And I say do it. Treat, treat yourself. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Nothing left to say except be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Don't touch plutonium. (laughs) It's radioactive. There's already a song. Radioactive. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like that song. I hate it. All right. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.